When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Go on. How did you get on at the weekend? It doesn't matter how we got on. How did Orlando get on at the weekend? Oh, not that easy. It's not that easy. I am saving up for this one. This is the MLS UK show. Get in! Couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. There's going to be plenty more where that came from. Welcome along, episode 21. God. Yes, get in! Hi, I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. How did Atlanta do? Well, we drew. Oh, not quite the three points you were hoping for. No. How many points have you got in the last 10 uh, yeah, games? Anyway, uh, on the show today, we'll look back at Orlando City's win. Get in! It was and a few, also, other, a few other results as well. Yeah, nine other results. Uh, we'll have a look at some of the transfers that's been going on as well. And we'll chat to a Red Bulls fan as well. But mainly, get in! The MLS UK Show. So many people tweeted me saying get in, it made me so happy. Right, I tell you what, uh, if you're not bothered about hearing about Orlando beating <laughs> Toronto, just fast forward about five minutes of his podcast, because uh, we're going to kick off with it. Uh, to be fair, we said on the podcast last week, if Orlando score a goal, tweet you. Just anything, yeah. anything at all. If they make it out of the tunnel and there's still 11 of them, <laughs> tw- you know, do, tweet me and say, get it. Um, so uh, I, I had a lot of tweets. There's a lot of people getting involved. A few people DM'd us as well. Uh, so thank you for that. That was on the first goal. Uh, and then we scored another one. We scored two goals. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbel- Honestly, I was falling asleep on the sofa. I was really tired. I did the breakfast show in the morning and then Orlando didn't kick off till like 10 past one the next day. And I was, oh, all of a sudden, Dominic Dwyer. We scored two goals, mate. I know. First win since, what, May 6th, was it? I think it was longer than that. Probably about Christmas. A lot of stuff's happened in that time. England finished fourth in the World Cup. That (laughs) happened. Yeah. um, I'm I'm very happy. 
you know, I was pleased for you. I, I was disappointed. No, you weren't. No, I was, well, I was disappointed for Toronto because yet again uh, they're putting a poor performance. Um, I mean, not not beating Orlando or even getting a point against Orlando has to be the low point of their season right now. Yeah, just this, uh, a little message to the Toronto defenders: close down first yeah. goal, show a bit of determination to try and you know get the because the the goal he saved it looped up in the air. No Toronto player was really bothered. Uh, you know, Shula came in, got his, he just headed it in. By the way, one of the worst players I've ever seen play football, by the way. Chris Shula is horrific. Well, well Honestly, well, he's probably the worst defender I've ever seen. Uh, Do you, stick him up front. Strong words. Yeah, you might as well, because he, he got the first goal. Dwyer then has the freedom of, what, the, the he seemed the freedom of the Toronto half for the second goal. It's a good finish, don't get me wrong. But still, no, they're not... Dom came, Dom came out and said, "I couldn't believe my luck." He said that they were they they were sort of showing him onto his um, onto his left foot, thinking that that'd help. <laughs> that, and not doesn't. against him. Yeah. Uh, well, Haglund got the goal in stoppage time. Well, not worry about to that. make it two one. He scored his third of a season. Stick him up front. He's not doing anything at the back. <laughs> Toronto FC. My goodness. I was on uh, LA is our house. The balls and beers mm-hmm. uh, this week, so shout out to them. It's very f- we had a lot of uh, fun. It was a good chat. It's a good podcast. It is. I've been on there. I uh, somehow like w- on their prediction game managed to predict every single result. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how that happened. Well, I'm on the prediction game this week, so give it a listen. Uh, hopefully, I can try and outdo Elliot, which is going to be a tough task to be fair. But what I said on there, I said for us who are relatively newbies to MLS. We've only been watching it a few years. This is why we watch it for Toronto FC. Mm. They won the MLS Cup and now they're bottom, well, next to bottom in the league. And this is what happens in MLS. It doesn't happen in the Premier League. Manchester City aren't going to finish 19th this season. Toronto FC have had a nightmare season. We thought it was going to going to be better for them after the Champions League it hasn't been and this is one of the, the reasons why we watch MLS Toronto are on 16 points from 19 games I, I think Orlando have had a terrible season um, and, and even they've managed 22 points from, from 19 games well it says everything that doesn't it really? but um, few, few Toronto uh, fans were a little bit salty on Twitter I didn't actually put anything I just ret- quite retweeted Orlando and I put get in predictably Um that that was it. I had nothing to say about Toronto or whatever, but some of them just couldn't resist. Uh, and they were, oh, at least we're coming off the back of a championship winning season. Well, that's fine, but you're, you're currently 10th in the Eastern Conference. So um, let me know how that's going for you. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. Uh, it's gone, isn't it? Yeah. But do you think, I know we've had this discussion with Toronto FC fans, the injuries and stuff like that. I mean, I know Josie Altidore's been out for since May, is it now? Mm. Is that the? He was only... available. He's on the bench. Yeah, well, he, he did travel. I think they, they hoped he would perk them up a bit. You know, you know, morale would be a bit better. It didn't work. Is that an excuse that's tiring now, or can they still use that excuse? Because Seattle are kind of using that excuse as well of injuries. Well, Orlando, Orlando's initial um, bad, bad patch, bad spell, whatever we want to call it. Uh, a terrible time in our lives. Well, mine anyway. Uh, started with started against Atlanta when we didn't have many players available. I don't think we would have beaten Atlanta anyway. But we didn't have. Uh, there were so many players missing uh, for the next few weeks after that. We were we were you know so many so many men down, and 
I'm told that that's not an excuse. So Toronto, no excuse, I'm afraid. Yeah, Works think, both ways. The thing for me is, uh, yeah, Toronto have had injuries and Josie Altador is a, is a top striker and there's even rumours that he's going to be going to Australia, which mm. would not be good for Toronto. Uh, but the the lack of desire, that that's a problem for me. If You may have injuries and the players that come in may not be as good as the other players that are out. But that lack of desire, you can't excuse that. You know, if if they've got that that will to succeed, and then the quality isn't there, then fair enough. But if you just look like for those two goals, I mean, especially the first one, you've got to be running. If the strikers, well, defender in this case was was running in to get the goal, the defense have got to be doing the same, and and it just weren't happening for Toronto. What do you do if you're if you're in charge at Toronto now? What do you do about Greg Vanu? Just won the MLS Cup with probably the greatest ever MLS side ever to be seen. But now, realistically, you've got to live for the moment. You're now 10th in the Eastern Conference with, what, four wins? Uh, four wins that, yeah. Four wins from 19 games, it is. What do you do? Well, this is the thing, is that, again, it's when they're not fighting, are they fighting for the manager? You know, it, uh, He's, Greg Vanny's come out and said that there's too many self-inflicted moments and that's the problem they've got and I agree with that after watching that Orlando game but this is the thing is that it's for me there's an issue when we're not fighting and that's when you've got to look at the manager Speaking of managers this morning I watched a video uh, that Orlando City released of James O'Connor in the dressing room before the game firing up the players and I have to say, it's. I know it's my team, but for someone who wasn't that bothered about James O'Connor in the off, you know, in the offset, I'm so impressed with this video. The motivation that he gives the players is unreal, and it worked. It 100% worked. Where he's he's basically said to them in this video, "I want you to go out. I want you to make mistakes." If you make a mistake, it's gone. Next ball. You worry about the next ball and the next ball and the next ball. You go out, you express yourself, you try try your best. Um, maximum effort is all he asked for. And you could tell you could tell that, that that's exactly what the players were giving. Well, when he says, I want you to make mistakes, I'm sure he'd rather they didn't. But I get what you mean. But mis- yeah, mistakes come from, from being relaxed and, and trying to express yourself. But all I have to say on the topic of expressing yourself is get in! Right, let's look elsewhere. <laughs> uh, New York City FC, top of the supporters' shield now. A win against Columbus Crew, 2-0. Great win for them. And, you know, the, the new manager has not changed much. He's still winning games, especially at home. Yeah, and did you watch this game? I saw, luckily, luckily for me, I saw the last 20 minutes. And what did you think? Uh, in that 20 minutes, yeah, I thought New York City controlled it and I thought they took the goals well. And uh, they deserved the win in those twenty minutes. <laughs> I saw twenty minutes, and it looked like they deserved it. For me, it's it's the um, it, it's the home record which speaks for itself. When you look at that, uh, the top of the Eastern Conference, uh, New York played twenty, so they've got a game in hand on on Atlanta. Uh, they've won twelve, never been beaten at home, which is which is key. So when you come up against a good side like Columbus, I don't think they're even worried now. They're at that point where that is that is their fortress. It's a horrible place to go and play anyway, as a, as an away side, as we all know. Yeah, I th- I th- I think it's getting to the point now where where they could go that whole season. It could, 
They've they've played some big teams there. They've played Red Bulls. They've played Atlanta. Well, they played Orlando, I guess. But uh, well, when when they were good, yeah. Um, and when they were, they were bad, I think they played them twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it could be a full season, and they've got the players. New York City are a very good side, and is this the year? Could this be the year that they finally break through? You know what? I'd be gutted for Patrick Vieira in a way. I know he's left, but for him, he should have stayed. Completed the job, won the MLS Cup, and then left. He'd have left it an absolute hero. Um, this is the issue with with the time of the year that, that the season runs. Mm-hmm. I think is that if you if you do that, you then join your new club halfway through the season, um, which which is never a good thing either. So that's a good point. Um, but you know how life is as football manager. If he doesn't do well for Nice, Patrick Vieira could be out of a job at the same time New York City are winning the MLS Cup. <laughs> Uh, Columbus Crew, obviously they will score a hatful of goals this week, coming weekend. We'll discuss that later on. But it is a concern for them. Uh, they've only scored in one out of the last five games. That was the two-on win against RSL. They've signed Patrick Mullins from DC. Is he going to give them a bit of a boost now up front? I think, I think anything's a boost. I think when you're in that situation you have to look at those things i don't think it matters about the the particular player that comes in unless it's somebody like wayne rooney it's the it's the fact that things are things are changed things are being uh, things are being tried moves are being made well, we'll have to wait and see this weekend when you play Orlando. No. Uh, right, we're going to speak to Raheem, who's um, joining us from New Jersey. He's a New York Red Bulls fan a little later on in the podcast. Uh, New York Red Bulls got back to winning ways. They won 3-2 against SKC. Mm. Uh, another defeat for SKC. We discussed on episode 20 how they, they're kind of hitting that sort of plateau a bit mm. after a great start. Another defeat for them. Is it, should they start worrying? I don't know about what I mean. They've had a very good start to the season. Um, you know, nine wins from twenty games is a is a very good return. They'd have been very happy with that at the start. I think it's more because they've had a a little bit of a wobble. I think I, I don't think it's a cause for concern. I just think they need to tr- to kick on from here. Um, you very rarely go and and win every single game in a, in a season or, or go a season undefeated. So there's nothing wrong with with what's happening. Um, it was an away game at a very difficult um, against a very difficult side who are who are challenging for the top spot in the East. Let's not forget Red Bulls. Um, I just think when it when it comes to when it comes to next week and you and you're kicking on, um, let's take a look. Who have we got? Who has Sporting KC got? I can't even see. Are they even playing? They've not even got a game. Uh, I don't think they are. They've no. not got a game. Well, they can't kick on. They can't <laughs> kick on. Uh, it's a disaster. Henry, it's a disaster. Uh, the season's over for them. Maybe no they game need this break. week. Maybe yeah. we need that break. Yeah, there you go. We'll see. Uh, right, Montreal <laughs> Impact. Another win for them. They've really impressed since What we... is going on? Yeah, we uh, did Mind a bit you, of a... there's a caveat here. Go on. They, were playing, about, they yeah. were playing San Jose Earthquakes. And then they beat Orlando twice. And yeah, they've not played the, the best teams. But... Yeah. They're still getting the wins when needed. We did a, a feature on them a couple of episodes back with Ryan, who joined us from uh, Canada, and he he was uh, kind of optimistic about it. You weren't about uh, <laughs> Remy Gard. He's turned it around. Another clean sheet as well. Good yeah, win. F- fair play. Um, we criticised Remy Gard um, because he didn't show didn't show character. He didn't show um, strong leadership qualities. He didn't show that he was going to turn it round when he was managing over here in the UK for for Villa. Uh, that's exactly what he started to do at Montreal. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You can only beat the team that's put in front of you uh, two massive results against um against Orlando back to back and you know and San Jose yes it's San Jose but 
they've only won two games all season, but then they're going to win more. And so it's about making sure, well, maybe they're going to win more. I hope they're going to win more. It's about making sure. It doesn't matter who you play. It's that focus. You have to refocus, say, right, we're playing San Jose. That's irrelevant. We could be playing Atlanta or San Jose. It's about not being that next team that they beat. Well, San Jose, uh, the GM's come out this week and said that they've got no plans to sack the manager. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Why? (laughs) Maybe they're saving it for after the uh, Manchester United game that's coming up. Because, I'm sorry San Jose fans, we said at the time when it was booked in, that could be, it could be a, a crime scene afterwards. Even now, I think, Manchester United... Manchester United would be comfortably beat most sides in in MLS anyway. San Jose are are not going to... My worry for this is that we do this to try and raise awareness about MLS and tell everyone how good it is. Everyone's going to be interested because United are going to play San Jose. They're going to win 12-0 and everyone's going to go, I told you, MLS is awful. Yeah. Well, it would just be San Jose's luck that they actually go and win that game and the fans are like, where has this been all season? I would love that to happen. They've won two games and lost 11 and they're not changing the manager look we, we've joked about Orlando but they made the move they fired Christ everyone was was 50-50 but they made their move they stuck you know they, they've gone with it they've stuck with it they've they've hired um, they've hired well I, San Jose you you have to you're bottom of the whole league you have mm. to be changing your manager it's the first and cheapest and easiest thing to do and I, I don't see, I don't see what hold he has over the club. He must look. Antonio Conte's left Chelsea, having won the FA Cup. When you're when you're bottom of the league and lost eleven games out of nineteen and only won two games, you you should not be. Whether the club want you there or not, you sh- he should have left by now. If the club haven't sacked him, he should have left. Well, this is the thing about MLS, though. Like, if you look at San Jose Earthquakes now, they're bottom of the Western Conference, four points behind Colorado. They stick there. They've got the first draft pick. Well, second draft pick, really, after oh, yeah, the but, new teams. But come on, they can't. They're not getting relegated. You might as well. So just they're keeping their there. manager because he's so bad that it'll <laughs> get them the first draft pick. Yeah, get a better manager in next season. It's You've only one pick, pick, though. That's not going to turn around that team. Well, who are they going to pick that's going to turn that around? Exactly. Yeah. They're scoring goals, though. Oh, well done. It's just leaking at the back. Uh, uh, Right, arguably... To be uh, fair, Orlando have conceded more. Oh, dear. We've conceded the most in the league, I think. Yeah, we have. Well. So that's good. O'Connor out. Um, No, we won a game. Get in! Come on! Right, arguably the game of the weekend. Get in. New England Revolution 2, LA Galaxy 3. What an ending to this game. LA um, are loving the goals at the minute. Yeah, they're, uh, they've they've hit a bit of form. They're unbeaten, what, in like six games mm. now? And they've uh, pushed into the playoffs. Is this it? Are we seeing an LA Galaxy resurgence? I'm liking it because this is the first time when we've been uh, you know, doing this that LA have, have hit a bit of form and, and are not in the bottom, of the <laughs> bottom half of the conference. So this is good. They're in that sixth spot. Uh, 19 played. They've got they've got eight victories. I feel like they maybe deserve a little bit more. I feel like they 
in certain games they've been unlucky. I think if you're a Galaxy fan, you'll be very happy with the season overall so far. And they've got a, they've got the second half of the season to really kick on and build from this. Yeah, well, they've got coming up a few weeks the LA derby. They're going to LAFC for the first time. That's going to be a huge game. Is it going to be better than the first ever LA derby though? <laughs> That'll be tough to it'll be tough to top that one. But I think LA Galaxy. You know what? I'd be surprised if they go. Uh, was it? Was it? Two 0 three 0 down at one point. Was it three one? Mm. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they go three one down if they keep on this farm uh, past the weekend. Let's run through just quickly run through this game because a lot happened. Uh, both teams got a man uh, sent off. Penilo kicked out at Alison Genie. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. What do you think? The thing, the thing with any of these, there's so much talk about VAR in the World Cup. Obviously, we've been using it in MLS for a year now, and. People people are blaming VAR for things like this when they're just simple decisions. Yeah. Like, I don't know why players think they're going to get away with this stuff anymore. No, especially now uh, with VAR. It's not... Yeah, you're right. They're never going to get away with it. Pineda, I don't think it was that... It was. We've seen a lot worse, but again... You won't get away with it, you so don't do it. Yeah, you can't get away with it. It didn't affect Revolution, though. They went 1-0 up soon afterwards. Uh, Fagundes... Uh, Easy for me to say. Uh, great, great build up this one two in into in through the LA Galaxy defense and put it in. Pontius equalized. Then it was two one just before half time, and then the second half it was a um, mixed look, if that's even a term for Galaxy. Ashley Cole got sent off again. His second sending off of the season. The disappointing thing for me with Ashley Cole on this one is. The guy is, what, 34? Mm. He's, he's got a lot of experience. He wanted a handball. It didn't happen. And then in just he just saw the red mist and clattered the, the Revolution player down. Second bookable offence. He was on a booking. He should know better, right? There's no discipline there. For, for a guy of his age who's been playing in you know at top level for a long, long time, there should be much better discipline. Look, his Chelsea days, his Arsenal days, his England days are behind him. With respect, you're playing in you're playing in MLS for a team that are on the up, away from home. You don't need to be going down to ten men when you've already got that advantage. You're already a man up. There's no need for it. I don't I don't understand what what his excuse can be. Yeah. Well, there is a, a thought with a few Galaxy fans. Um, we mentioned it on Balls and Bears this week. LA is our house. I was on it. Do you know I was on that? Are you on commission? <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I'm not. But uh, we mentioned that Galaxy have been playing better without Ashley Cole, and you can't argue when he got sent off. We what twenty minutes to go, and then they go and win the game <laughs> in stoppage time with two goals. So we'll have to see. He'll be uh, he'll be out of action this weekend. We'll see if he can get another win. Uh, but great finish to the game. New England Revolution is this. Avi like SKC. They had a great start. Have he just so kind of plateauing a bit? I think, they, they again, nothing to worry about. Would you have put Revs to be fifth at the halfway point? Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but then it doesn't surprise me. No, I agree. Uh, seven wins, seven draws, five losses. I think they're absolutely fine. I think they'll they'll 100% finish in the playoffs, and that's all that matters because I don't think they're going to be challenging for the for the top spot. As we know, anything uh, anything below first is, is not good enough. So once you're in the playoffs, you're in the playoffs, you're sorted. Um, be nice for them to get a home advantage, but I, I think they're sitting nicely exactly where they are. Did you know uh, there was a, an English 
player. He played his debut at the weekend. Um, did you see that? Giles Bounds for Colorado Rapids. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I did catch that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all we're going to say about that game because it was uh, it Dreadful. wasn't great. How the MLS website managed to get four minutes worth of highlights out of that game uh, is is a talent, really. So well done to the producer there. Uh, of course, the headlines. The main English player to have his debut at the weekend, Wayne Rooney, DC United, won a game, first game at Audi Field. And I feel is, so smug. Where has this DC team been all season? What did I t- Oh, Oh, well, Wayne Rooney's not going to make a difference. Why are we signing him? I told you. I told you. I told you. <laughs> Wayne Rooney is exactly what DC need. Audi Field, undefeated, undefeated with Wayne, undefeated at Audi Field. What are you doing? Have you forgot his name? It's Wayne Rooney. What are you doing? What are you rummaging for your papers for? I'm getting my notes on this game, sorry. But yeah, remember the name, Wayne Rooney. Undefeated. He's exactly what they needed. Uh, they were winning when he came on. Assad, great finish. Uh, if you're Love a fan of uh, the FIFA computer games, you'd know this is a finesse. Yeah. Top Dripping corner. in finesse. Yes. Um, and then Wayne Rooney came on and it just... It just vitalised DC United. The approach play for both goals, the passing, oh, it was it was incredible to watch, really. And I've never seen... I've been f- watching MLS uh, as a fan, really, for the last two years. I've never seen this DC. It's a completely new yeah. team. It was great to watch. However, we have to... We have to give a shout to Alfonso Davis. Pulled one back for Vancouver right at the death. And oh my lord, what an incredible goal. All four goals in this game were great. But yeah. this one by Alfonso Davis, last minute. Uh, the skill. The skill to get past. Was it three defenders? Yeah, three defenders around him. He's changing direction constantly. He manages to like knock the ball, backheel the ball through the middle of them. And then wraps his foot around it and sticks it in the far bottom corner. Unbelievable skill. Unbelievable technique on the finish. Alfonso Davis, we salute you. Yes. Uh, DC now go to Atlanta United next. So we'll see how Wayne does at the Mercedes-Benz stage. And we'll talk about that a little later on. Uh, FC Dallas got back to winning ways. They won a 3-1 as well against Chicago Fire. Uh, FC Dallas are at the top. We've been praising them all season. And another another good win for them. However, I want to point out Chicago Fire. The last episode when uh, they lost to Philadelphia Union, I pointed out the amount of space that they were giving the Philadelphia mm. players. Same again. It was the, the space against uh, Philadelphia, space against Vancouver the week before. And yet again, it's too much space for the attacking attackers. And we know, we love MLS because the amount of goals that are scored. There are going to be goals scored against you. They've conceded 10 in the last three games now. Yeah, and and against FC Dallas, a, a side like that who are that good at home, they are going to punish you. They're very they're very good going forward. Uh, they're a very positive team. Uh, they're very direct as well. So it wasn't a surprise with that outcome, to be fair. How they managed to get a goal at the end, I will never know, because they weren't in this game at all. However, Chicago, they've been busy in the transfer market. They've signed Katai, which they had to do. Yeah. They've got him on a full-time deal. Well done, Chicago. He's your top goal scorer, and... They were taught, but they weren't going to renew his loan, which was stupid. So at least they've signed him now. So that's a positive. And they've also got Raheem Edwards from Montreal. What do you think of this one? I think this is a great signing. Um, if I was Raheem, I'd be very sceptical about leaving Toronto to go to Chicago because regardless of this season, I think Toronto are going to be back up there 
Um, certainly higher than they are now, and next season they will be they will be challenging for for playoffs and and silverware again. So a little bit of a strange one, but in terms of Chicago, they've they've got work to do. I'm afraid. I mean, we're very critical of of Orlando, quite rightly, but I mean, Chicago have actually played two more games than than Orlando, and are only just sitting ahead of them in the in the uh, standings. So realistically. It's not been great, and thank goodness for Katai, is all I can say. Yes, and Chicago this weekend play? Yeah. Toronto, so they will probably win. I think, uh, well, you say that. I'd, I think that's got draw written all over it. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've also signed uh, Del Greco, an Argentinian defender, so hopefully he can sort out the mess at the back for them. Uh, this was an interesting game, wasn't it, to say the least? Minnesota 3, Real Salt Lake 2. Um, there were some angry words after this one. Yeah. Um, before we get on to uh, Mike Petke, let's just talk about the incredible finish from Darwin Quintero. Again? Like, honestly, this is... I don't even know how you describe it. He's He's... He's managed to chip the goalkeeper, but from like the the far corner of the box, and it's just an unbelievable goal. S- same with the Alfonso Davis. You'd you'd give Alfonso goal of the week, hundred percent. But then you watch Darwin yeah. Quintero, and you're like, oh no, no, that that's that's just as good, if not better. This is my goal of the week. Should mm. we do a goal of the week? Let's not do a goal of the week. Why? Because you'll lose. No, it annoys me. <laughs> it's it's. You always win at goal of the week, and that annoys me. Yeah, but it's just, it's opinion. It, it, like, they're all incredible, so it's pointless. I'm going to do a goal of the week. Mm. Check out our Twitter, at MLS UK Show. I'm going to put one on there. Uh, you can vote. I think we'll run it, we'll do it until Saturday morning. Um, Quintero, guy needs salsa with them chips. He scored three chips now. He scored two against Toronto, didn't he, the other week? Uh, he also assisted the other two goals in this game. The I he's the farm player for me. Can I just say you've said you've said that because chips is like a, an American thing for crisps. Okay, you need some ketchup with those chips. But you said you you've tried to be American there, which is fine. But you said it in the most mank way I've <laughs> ever like proper Manchester with them dips. Quintero, man, he needs some salsa with those chips. Is that better? I'd just like to apologise on behalf of Henry and, and myself and everyone at MLS UK Show for that. Right, let's discuss... Horrific, okay, horrific let's... accent. We'll move on from my accent, but it's not that bad. Let's discuss, you know, the elephant in the room with this. Mike Petke. What His words after the game, he was... I love this guy. I love the fact, he, how opinionated he is. Even Ashley Cole put on Twitter saying... Hey, I'll pay half of his fine. Why does Ashley Cole just follow everyone around going, yeah, I'll pay your fines? Because he probably feels as annoyed as Mike Petke and he can't, he doesn't say it. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, I agree. What do you think about this? The guy's going to get fined, isn't he, for his comments? I, do you yeah. think they were right? I think players such as Ashley Cole, you know, he's right. He's Obviously, he's he's got himself sent off because he's appealed for something that's not been given. Same with, with Mike Pecky. I don't think you can disagree with their point of view. I just think, like, come on, you're adults. I just think it's entertaining. It's funny to watch Mike Pecky go on a run after the game. Of course it is. They're like Kevin Keegan saying, I love it if we beat them. But realistically, like, come on, we're all adults. There's no need for it. Like, it's not, it, it's not like it's just happened. You know, he's had, he's had time to reflect and go, right, do you know what? That's annoying, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna forget about it. 
Like, there's no need when you know that they're going to come down so hard on you. I don't see the point in it. Yeah, but... You'll stick up for him because... I want entertainment. And also, Adrian Heath weren't really ha- that happy either at the end of the game. And no. this team won, so... I don't know. I do think we'll all uh, we'll all agree on something. The standard of refereeing in MLS is horrific. Yeah. But let's just leave it at that. Well, we saw that in I'll the... Pay, I'll pay your fines. No, we saw that in the World Cup, the Columbia-England uh, yeah. game. And the referee there was from MLS, and we were getting tweets during that game, just going, "Oh, you know, the big I am again. He just wants to be on TV." So it's and he's the guy that's being sent to the World Cup. So the rest of them, you know. Uh, speaking of VAR, let's move on to Atlanta, Seattle. <laughs> well, here's I'll offer I'll offer my opinions on this. Atlanta were very unlucky to concede the penalty. Yes. So unlucky to go 1-0 down. Yes. However, weren't good enough. I I will agree with you. I think the the amount of chances that Atlanta I don't I don't first of all I don't think they created enough chances and then the chances they did create they should have scored. Mm. They should have had a penalty of themselves. Agreed. Where... I, and I and I will give I'll tell you what. I watched uh I spotted it and so did my girlfriend. She was watching the game with me. Um, she's a bigger Atlanta fan than you are because she actually watched the game. Uh, we, oh, we both spotted. I, the fa- let me just. Let you, me he, s- you were at a spa. Yeah, I was at a spa in the morning, and then I got dragged to watch Incredibles two at night. It's a good film, though. But I watched it back afterwards. You actually just admitted to that, didn't you? Listen, I like uh, Pixar films. I like Disney films. I'm not fussed. More than Atlanta. No, I didn't say that. I still watched the game. I just didn't watch it live. Well, as the corner came in, we both shouted because we spotted it. It was kind of like a, a a foul that we saw consistently on Harry Kane throughout the World Cup as well. Just being manhandled, wrestled to the ground. And in real time, I saw it happen in real time. Before any replays or whatever, it was so blatantly obvious because the ball flew right past. So everyone's eyes at some point were on it. And and you're right. It's very unlucky not to be given. Um don't know what VAR are, are, are doing if if that's not being seen, but I do maintain still they still had chances and they weren't good enough. Yeah, have you have been to a don't spot? and don't you know don't you, come you, don't come at me because no, everyone's no, 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 everyone's no, no, going to no, oh, no. criticizing Atlanta again. I'm, don't come at me because Orlando are terrible. We've established that, but Atlanta are sitting top of the Eastern Conference and should be beating Seattle. And yes, they should add a penalty. And yes, they're unlucky. But there was chances that they missed and missed and missed, and they weren't the Atlanta that we're used to seeing. Yeah, I was going to say, have you ever been to a spa? Yeah, I have. Nice, aren't I? Very relaxing. Do you want to tell everyone what you said about your back massage? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Last game, last but not least. um, Portland versus LAFC. It was emoji day the other day. It was. Eggplant. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, Lauren Simon liked our tweet. I put, uh, I think, the nerd emoji on his face. Mm -hmm. Said, can you guess who it is? People did, obviously, because... I didn't, I didn't want to make it too People hard. tag him or does he just follow us and saw himself? Uh, no, I tagged him afterwards when I did the reveal, but he liked it, so he knows who we are. Probably a big fan of the show. Hi, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> uh, this game, nil-nil. That's all I can say on it, really. Two good teams. Yeah. few people messaged to say, you know, you're going to need the boo button. 
Uh, oh, we didn't do it because we just brushed over Colorado Rapids versus well, yeah, but let's... Houston Dynamo. That's, all, that's all we have to say, really, isn't it? Yeah, there's, uh, there was a lot of good goals this game, this weekend, a lot of great games this weekend, but we did not come to MLS for nil-nils. Colorado, the... Houston, LA, Portland. That's and all we have to your say. Your head's in shame. Very disappointing. Right. We never predict nil-nil, so we've got at least two results wrong. Should we have a look at our predictions? <laughs> Let's find out how we did. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. The MLS UK Show. Well, I know I got the Orlando result wrong, but I'm happy to be uh, happy to be wrong. Uh, we both did, actually. Let's uh, quickly run through how we did in the predictions. Um, well, spoiler for you. Out of everyone who got in touch, out of me and you, I won. Oh. I got 40 points. Wow. Yep. I got the Montreal-San Jose score right. And I got the... FC Dallas Chicago score right and then I got loads of other outcomes right remember we give 5 points for a correct outcome 10 points for a correct score you got 25 points you got the Red Bulls SKC score right you got Montreal to win you got New York City to win and you got LAFC draw but everything else you got wrong uh, out of people who got in touch uh, Daniel and Aaron got 30 points Aaron only give us the he only gave us the Saturday results. He didn't give us the Sunday results. So he might have actually won with the Sunday results. But oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, and Wes got in touch. He only predicted one game. He said that DC would uh, lose against Vancouver 2-1. So he gets zero points, does Wes. Uh, Leanne got 15. She got in touch. So not bad, especially because I won. Okay. Uh, I Shall we get a guest on? Yeah. I want to talk to our Red Bulls fan. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. It's been a good season so far. Red Bulls third in the Eastern Conference. Change of manager, though. Yes, Jesse Marsh quit the club. He is going to be assistant at Red Bull Leipzig. Keeping it in the Red Bull family. Yeah. Uh, and they did that as well with Chris Armas coming in. Uh, well, he didn't really come in. He was assistant, and now he's uh, he's full-time manager. They lost the first game, the Hudson River Derby, against New York City. They came back at the weekend and beat SKC. Very good win. And uh, Raheem is going to be joining us from New Jersey to tell us all about it. Raheem, welcome to MLS UK Show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, really good, thank you. Yeah. Go on, fire away, Henry, because you're, you're, you're excited about this one. Yeah, well, uh, I'm only excited, Raheem, because me as an Atlanta fan was a bit worried about the Red Bulls a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, and then Jesse Marsh left, and it's kind of, even though you won at the weekend, it kind of killed the momentum a bit. Um, your thoughts, first of all, Jesse Marsh leaving. As a Red Bulls fan, you must be gutted, right? Yeah, it's kind of upsetting. You know, he set up a really nice system here, and really put in the effort to change things and put us in a positive direction going forward. Um, you know, the system's still in place, and I feel like Chris Armas is going to be good, you know, in facilitating that towards the future, but I feel like, uh, you know, this is just bad timing. I knew it was going to happen. Like, I felt like it was going to happen in the summer too, but still it sucks. 
Yeah, well, uh, I mean, me and Elliot have discussed on the show about this and we've said how, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be really interesting looking now at see how Red Bulls have done. The win at the weekend against SKC, that, was that just a perfect response to the defeat against New York City? Well, it was huge. And uh, actually, during the game, I was kind of worried. Um, but it was like Armis made the perfect sub. It was he made no subs in the NYC game, and it was kind of worrying. And then he uh, he put in Mark during the game, and it was the whole thing changed. You know, it was uh, it was a great sub, and he scored two beautiful goals. Raheem, when I look at the uh, the standings at the minute in the Eastern Conference, um, as an Orlando fan, having accepted my fate that that this <laughs> once again is not the year, uh, when it comes to Atlanta, Henry's team, I feel like Red Bulls are are a big hope for me. Like you've got game in a, a couple of games in hand on on Atlanta, mm-hmm. you can you can do this, right? You can catch them up. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we're three games behind them, and, uh, you know, we have 35 points. We're, we're in a good spot, and we always play well when we play them home and away. So I think uh, I think it's good. I think they got the Metro Stars jersey. So, uh, you know, it's a kind of a little curse for them when they play us. <laughs> uh, Raheem, look, you mentioned uh, Chris Armas there. How do you think, because obviously there's going to be that momentum because he's part of the same team that Jesse Marsh had. Is that going to be a positive going forward? Is, are you just going to carry on doing what you were doing for the start of the season? Well, I think that's the plan. Um, I hope it is. Uh, I just hope that Armis is more creative with the lineups. I feel like Jesse was kind of stubborn in that regard. Um, I want to see like more of uh, the younger guys coming up through the second team get more chances. But you know, and that has to. We also have to compete and win, and you know stay in the top of the top of the league. So we got to see, we got to balance that out. Jesse seemed to do a pretty good job of getting uh, the younger guys in slowly, but I feel like we have a lot of talent in the young and homegrown guys. And um, if these guys are going to leave like Tyler and Kamar, we're going to have to explore those options. I wanted to talk a little bit about Kaku because this is a guy who's, who's come in as, you know, uh, with big shoes to fill, shall we say with, with Sasha Kleshton leaving. Mm-hmm. I would say he's 100% stepped up to the plate, right? Oh, yeah, I love it, man. It's it's great. He uh, he offers this completely different um, style to our game. It's, it's just that uh, he's, he's great on the ball. He can pick a pass out from anywhere on the field. So it's, uh, it's actually really nice to watch. I love Sasha, you know, but uh, Kaku is just uh, a little more attacking-minded, I feel. And Sasha has not been doing it at Orlando whatsoever. So uh, yeah, I feel like they got a lot of problems down there. We've seen flashes. We've seen flashes of, of what he can do. Obviously, I'm a big fan of him from from his Red Bull days. He's demonstrated he's one of the greatest players in the mm-hmm. league. He's got a great football in mind or, or soccer soccer mind. Um, yeah. But I, 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 it's just not. It's not clicked, and it's not. I, I genuinely don't believe it's a case of um, you know who's around him. I don't think it's it's anything but. Um, himself, I you know I'm just not seeing the the Sasha that we saw for the last couple of years at, at Red Bulls. Um, you know he's he's got some brilliant brilliant players uh, uh, around him, especially in front of him with, with, with Dom Dwyer. And I just I'm not I'm not seeing it um, from Sasha at the minute. So it's going to mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that develops for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean uh, you know you're right. I, I feel like Sasha's play kind of. Was, I feel like that's kind of why he left here as well, too. It's like we, we knew that he's capable of these these plays and, you know, he has great vision on the field. But 
I just feel like it wasn't working out with the players we had around. I didn't know if it was like a chemistry thing or because, you know, he's he was great for us early and then, you know, it kind of died out towards the end. And, you know, like you said, it's uh, how it is down there in Orlando now. But I mean, he is a great player. Even when he plays for the national team, he, he puts on good performances. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't think you need him anymore anyway. I think you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Raheem, the, the man who uh, really replaced Kestrin in that deal, uh, Carlos Rivas, has, has gone to Colombia. Uh, mm-hmm. Valo is out for the season, and there's rumours that Tyler Adams may be going uh, to Europe as well. Are you worried as a Red Bulls fan of this? Uh, these players are... I know Valo is still a member of the, the Red Bulls, he's just injured, but are you worried that all these players are being taken out at once without the replacements there? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, Armis did say earlier in the week that there were some signings imminent. Um, there's some rumours about this uh, this winger, um, Andreas Ivan. He's supposed he's supposed to be pretty good. Um, I'm not too sure on uh, you know who the signings are. I just know a little bit of rumours. But um, yeah, it is kind of worrying. I mean, you know these guys are especially Tyler. You know he's he's bound to go to Europe sooner or later. So it's if you know, but that's kind of what we want to do though. We want our homegrown players to you know, grow up here, get really good and, you know, go over there and push the game over there for, you know, for our sakes and, you know, like uh, for the American and even Jesse Marsh going to Germany is huge. But uh, yeah, it is kind of worrying. And um, I just want to see what the signings are so I could calm down a bit. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I've, like as a, as a fan, you, it's all we want, isn't it? We want signings to come in. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you've got a squad of 40 players, as long as you're signing players, then that's all we want, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would be a who would be a realistic target from within the league for you? Um, who would who would you like to see brought in? Maybe you know, obviously not a, not an Almiron or a Martinez, but um, a realistic signing. Who would you like to see come in, and, and what type of player? Honestly, um, I'm not too sure, but maybe it depends uh, if we could get maybe get a really solid defensive midfielder or a left back. Or, uh, you know, something like that. It just depends on who leaves. I feel like we, we have a pretty solid lineup and uh, we have some depth in the team right now. And even if someone, someone were to leave, we could probably fill the gap. But it'd be nice to get, like, an experienced defensive midfielder. I don't really have anyone on, uh, on that's off the top of my head. But well, think or, about it. First. Orlando <laughs> have got defensive midfielders coming out of their ears, but none, none of them seem to be actually any good. So, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's, uh, it's... I mean, I, I feel like... Uh, Right now, our system, I just feel like we need someone that's going to be committed to pressing, you know, that's going to run around a lot. And uh, it's, it's hot right now, you know, summer, it's, it's a lot to ask. And uh, I don't know, it's, um, it's, our style is, uh, you know, kind of different and harder for some, not, not harder, but some players have had some difficulty adjusting to the press in the past. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I, wanted, I just want to get someone who would be down to, you know, go 100% and run the whole game, you know. Uh, so looking forward now to uh, towards the end of the season, of course, there's what, about 20 games left, is there? Um, mm-hmm. Raheem, where do you see this Red Bulls team uh, finishing? I mean, surely it'd be the playoffs, right? But can you get that MLS Cup? Uh, you know, I don't want to jinx anything. We've had some, we have a lot of trouble with that in the past. Uh, I definitely see, see us making the playoffs. Um, you know, I just want to get some home field advantage for some of the games. That'd be nice. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely think we can do it. The squad is strong enough, depending on who we sign, who leaves. I still think with our depth, we can make it. You know, we have a, a great group of guys. And even in our second team, we have guys we can call up. We've called up in the past. So it's, uh, 
you know, it's looking the the future's looking bright. I think the the, the roster is is very very good. I think we've seen uh, the Red Bulls play some great stuff this season. Uh, before Jesse left, I would have maybe had Red Bulls as my as my outside runners to 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 scoop the MLS Cup. Um, not, I'm not saying I've seen anything to suggest otherwise, um, but obviously, you know, a change of manager can often uh, can can change a lot. But I I, w- I would be pretty confident if I was you guys. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, it looks good. We, we we are playing well, and especially at home. You know, when we play at home, it's like we're a completely different team, and uh, it's great. You know, we we're, it's like a fortress that we have here. So it's uh, it's it's nice to watch. And you know, like I said, you know, things are looking bright. I really hope that uh, you know this group can you know get something done for you know for teams. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Um, and just before you go, Raheem, you've got a match at the weekend at the Fortress against New England Revolution. Uh, another three points? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, we always play well against New England at home. And uh, I don't know, I think we're going we're gonna to do it. I think we're going to win 3-1. I like your confidence, Raheem. <laughs> Normally people are like, oh, I don't want to jinx it. So uh, maybe yeah, maybe we'll just scrape a win. I'd like to see a scrape. I like that. 3-1, 3-1 win. We'll hold you to that. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, thanks very much for chatting to us, Raheem. It's been uh, it's been really good to hear from the uh, from the Red Bull side. Uh, we actually we put the feelers out a few months ago to speak to some Red Bulls fans, and nobody came forward. So thank you very much for uh, for for coming and repping the Bulls. Gotcha. Th- thanks, guys, for having me. It was uh, it was great. <laughs> thanks, Raheem. Great to speak to you. This week in MLS. Okay, then let's try and make some more predictions because this normally goes well. Yes. You didn't do very well, did you, last weekend? So you've got to make up for it. Uh, right, first game. I know there's a game in the week, uh, Minnesota versus New York Revolution, but by the time most of you listen to this, that game would have actually happened. So we're going to ignore that one. Good luck to both sides. So looking ahead to the weekend, Elliot. Atlanta United versus DC United. A shock, Atlanta are on Sky Sports Football. <laughs> the New Orlando. Uh, I've, Atlanta will win. They've got to come back uh, to winning ways, surely. I'm going to say uh, 3-1. Oh, I was going to say 3-1 as well. You can do if you want. Yep. Okay. Uh, right, Seattle Sounders versus Vancouver Whitecaps. This is 9 o'clock on Saturday evening. i tell you what, we didn't mention this before, but uh, Schmetzer gets a good result. Suddenly, very cocky. <laughs> Atlanta and Seattle fans have been uh, exchanging... Uh, how can we put it, exchanging words on Twitter. You know, you've been at the uh, wrong end of some Atlanta words. Hmm. And Lovely people. Yeah, well, Schmetz has come out and said, uh, compared the team to Atlanta and said, well, we won a trophy in our inaugural season. You didn't. So that's Yes, Schmetz! Apparently means that Seattle are better, even though Atlanta are top. And, uh, Not bitter at all. Seattle aren't. Get on with your prediction. Seattle versus Vancouver. 6-0 Vancouver. No, joke. Uh, I think it'll be a draw, this one. I think Seattle go two steps forward and then they manage to go three steps back. You can see that with only winning four games this season, Schmetzer. Four. That's it. So I don't think... Can I ask you again, what's your prediction? (laughs) I think it'll be uh, 1-1. After all that, uh, I'm going to go for a 2-1 win for Vancouver. Uh, New York Red Bulls versus New England Revolution. This is midnight on Sunday morning. And considering New England have got a game in the week against Minnesota, a lot of travelling involved for them. I can only see one one win for New York Red Bulls. I'm going to go 
Uh, I'm going to go 3 0. <laughs> Just gone 3 0 as well? Oh. I don't like it when we agree. Uh, Philly versus LA Galaxy. Can they make it seven unbeaten LA Galaxy? Uh, shout out for Philadelphia. We didn't mention they beat Frankfurt last weekend. Uh, we're getting the MLS teams versus European teams friendlies. We'll be covering that a bit more uh, later on in the podcast. Well, in a couple of weeks when the English teams start going over. Uh, can Philly build on that win against Frankfurt? No, I'm saying they're going to lose 1-0. Uh, I think this will be another 3-2 to LA Galaxy, this one. Okay. Chicago Fire versus Toronto FC. 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Okay. Right, Columbus Crew versus Orlando City. Can Orlando City make it two wins out of two in MLS? No. I'm going to be... I'm going to hope for a draw. I'm going to say uh, two... No, I'm going to say one all. 3-1 Columbus. Come on, the crew. Cough. <laughs> Can I just say you said cough then? Not, yeah, I did. Yeah. Not somewhere else. Uh, right, the Texas Meaning Derby. cough. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, Texas Derby, Houston versus FC Dallas. I think this is quite tough to call. Houston are good at home. Mm, no, I fancy FC Dallas. 2-1, narrow victory. Uh, I fancy FC Dallas as well, but I'm going 3-2. Okay. Now, if there's ever... If there is ever a banker in MLS, surely this has got to be it. RSL, amazing at home. Colorado Rapids, just Colorado Rapids. Uh, without Joe Mason, I must say, they've sent him back to Wolves. Not really made much of a difference for them. I was at Wolves yesterday. Yeah, did you see Joe Mason? Didn't see him there. No, well, I don't think... I was in the posh bit. Even I, I don't think he'll be there for much uh, much longer, to be honest. He'll probably end up at my team. He'll probably end up at Bolton. That's the kind of player we'll sign. No, you can't afford him. No. Uh, RSL to win. I think this will be, uh, I think, 4-1 RSL. I've gone 3-0. Uh, as is the habit with Portland Timbers, unlucky if you're a Portland Timbers fan living in the UK... Oh. 4am on Sunday morning, uh, Portland Timbers versus Montreal Impact. Probably give this one a miss, I won't lie. <laughs> I'm going Portland win. I think it will be 2-1. I've gone 2-1 as well. Oh, dear. Uh, Why do we keep agreeing? I don't know. Last but not least, this weekend is Minnesota versus LAFC. Minnesota, of course, playing in the week, but two home games, so travel won't be a problem. Hmm. I fancy LAFC here. Go on. 2-1. Oh, that's annoying. Because he liked our tweet in the week, Lauren Siman, our new MLS hero. Siman hat-trick. Yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm going 3-2 LAFC. Simon to score a free kick. Okay. Uh, remember, DM us your predictions. MLS UK show on Twitter. Did you see the little button that I put on our tweet? Yeah, I did, actually. Did you like that? Uh, it, it, it confused me at first because when I clicked on it, it just went to a, a DM. Because I think, I don't know, I you might have been logged into it and we were DMing each other, so it just <laughs> went to that. I was like, is he sharing our DMs on Twitter? Yeah. But no. Uh, so that helps you out. So it was very good, that. So whenever you see us, uh, us post about the, the schedule, the fixtures for this week, uh, straight underneath, 
in the uh, in the thread you can you can get a button to direct message us straight to our inbox and you can send us your predictions yeah uh, follow us on Twitter follow us on Instagram we've got a lot to come this week we're gonna I'm gonna without Elliot's permission I'm gonna do a goal of the week see see you agree no. with me or Elliot I'm also gonna do a five things video that you may have missed from MLS we didn't have time to do it this week but Orlando City have released their own hot stars that's something to look out for that's what that. you what you need when you're in uh, times of need yeah uh, you can't make it two out of two, surely. Very quickly, will you win against Philadelphia? Are you playing? No, you're not playing Philadelphia. Are you playing? We are playing Philadelphia. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Who are you gonna? Are you gonna win U.S. Open Cup? Already won there this season, so I'm, you know, I'm confident of of extending the cup run. But I don't know what the new manager is thinking. I don't know what he's prioritizing. So there could be a lot of changes. I'm not sure. If and I'll, this is the thing, if we put out a decent side, I think we can do it. Okay, well, if Orlando win, tweet Elliot with praise. If they lose, tweet him. Console me, please. Just laughing at him. Uh, That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe. We'll be concentrating on the league. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.